have that conversation. It's trending chats on five nights. Indeed, it is trending chats on five nights. Every Monday around about this time, we unpack a trending conversation, and uh, sometimes we bring experts to be a part of that conversation. Sometimes it's just you and I having that conversation. Now, this topic trended last week after a situation in which popular DJ DJ Dimples appears to be a victim of sexual assault. This brought a spotlight on sexual assault committed against men and we are having that conversation this evening i am joined on the line by martin from matrix men a peer support group for male survivors of sexual abuse Uh, martin welcome to five nights on five fm how are you doing this evening hey smash doing great man honored to be on your show Thank you so much for uh, talking about this issue. We really appreciate it, man. I appreciate your time. And, uh, of course, the interview hasn't started, but what we are going to learn from it. So um, I'm already uh, manifesting that it's going to be a great interview. First thing, Martin, in your experience, um, how prevalent is male sexual assault in South Africa and globally? Well, yeah, that's a very good question. Uh, The truth is that we don't really know. Um, You know, the the numbers are all over the show. What I can tell you is that uh, 44% of all boys under the age of 18 have been sexually abused. Um, So that is quite high. When it comes to adult survivors or adult men that have been uh, raped or sexually abused, that's that's a different thing. Because, you know, we we kind of focus on the feminine. We never talk about the, the, the masculine. Mm, you know, mm, um, mm. and it comes from both sides. You know, they like to see the man as the as the perpetrator, so we can only hurt people. We can't be victims, um, but also we uh, we don't like to talk about it. It's not masculine to talk about the fact that hey, you know, a woman jumped me, and I I didn't want to have sex with her. I w- I'd had too much to drink. I was drugged, or you know, whatever the case may be. So uh, you know, according to society's norms, we're supposed to always want sex. You know, this is something that we as men just live for, isn't it? We, uh, you know, that's uh, we, we kind of go from one conquest to another, which none of it is truly is really true. You know, it it does become very confusing for a man who who was uh, forced into a situation of rape. Would you say this is where patriarchy hurts men too? Absolutely. You know, um, we keep talking about it and we say that patriarchy, in fact, is more toxic for men than it is for for women. You know, it impacts on us because we have to keep up this masculine facade, you know, that we, hey, we are real men, you know, um, we, we, we conquer as many women as we can. That makes us look even better, you know, that sort of thing. So it, it, it is very, very painful for a lot of men. Um, you know, I'm just I'm looking at some research now where they say uh, 66% of all women will tell somebody that they've been sexually assaulted, whereas only 16% of men will admit to it. Because of um, the, 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 the social influence and, and, and the fear of being judged, shamed, and all of that. Exactly. I mean, you got to, you got to, you stand around a, 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 a braai or a, a, you know, a fire pit having some shishinama or something, and you say to your friends, "Hey, you know, this woman raped me. What do you think is going to happen?" You know, most of your buddies will laugh at you and then start calling you a sissy because you know, didn't you want sex with this woman and that sort of thing. Whereas internally, you you know it was wrong, but you're afraid to to speak about it. Let's you're talk- afraid. Yeah. Let's talk about the impact um, 
that childhood sexual assault can have on men in their later years as as adults? I mean, you touched on the boy child, um, you know. So, care to elaborate on 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 the impact that can have on well, an adult male? Yeah. Where should I start? Well, let's start with the first thing: is is low self esteem. So I always I always joke with the guys that I counsel, and I say to them, "Well, not joke; it's quite serious." I say to them, "Wake up tomorrow morning, look in the mirror, and say to yourself, I love you.' Mm. Look into your eyes and say, I love you.' If you can't do that, you suffer from low self esteem. Mm. If you can't do that, there's something about you that you dislike. And I mean, how do you go through like life not liking yourself? Mm. You know. Then we have other issues, guys. You know, I always talk about the big five. You know, guys turn to anger, violence, alcohol, drugs, sex, porn. You know, those are the things that we are kind of taught to resort to because we're not given the emotional skills to be able to talk about what's happened to us. Mm. You know, so one of the things I I like doing is I, I'll say to men is um, give me different words for for, for emotions. And they would generally start with happy, sad, angry, um, you know, and then they start running out of ideas. Most men would only come up with about seven or eight words for emotions, whereas a woman will come up with like a hundred <laughs> without even thinking about it. Mm. The men just aren't given the, the skills because when we're children growing up and we hurt ourselves, our mother's first thing is, ah, stop crying, don't be such a baby, you know. So we taught from a very young age that that feeling that we feel that emotion where I've hurt myself and I want to cry is wrong. You're not allowed to feel that because you're a boy. Yeah, you, you are, you are, Your emotions are invalidated from a young age and exactly. therefore it becomes so much easier for you later on to invalidate others. Invalidate others and um, yeah, invalidate yourself. So what do you do to avoid dealing with these emotions that are going on inside of you? You go around beating up people or you go around drinking too much or drugging or you know we resort to those big five again now let's talk about how we can go about getting rid of the stigma surrounding this topic male victims of sexual assault you mentioned that dudes are not willing to talk about it um with other dudes dudes Mm. are not willing to even go and seek help um and 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 is it because of stigma that dudes can't do it, or is it because unwillingness? What is the reason? I think the biggest thing is stigma, you know, mm. social constructs, social norms. I think the second thing is fear, because you don't get a lot of men speaking about the fact that they were raped or sexually abused. Uh, you know, we don't hear other people saying, hey, this happened to me, and, you know, um, I find when I go around talking to them, people say, what do you do? And I said, I, I, I support male victims of rape and sexual abuse. And they go, what, really? And I mean, you get two responses will be, really, does that happen to men? Or, wow, uh, you know, and eventually somebody will actually open up and say that happened to me. You know, so it's, there's this fear that if I come out and I talk about this, am I going to be mocked and laughed at and ridiculed? And, uh, you know, men don't understand. And, uh, that's one of the things that we do. We slowly, we've developed over the last 10 years, we've got a whole bunch of guys that are now prepared to put their stories out there with faces on our website that we're launching soon um, so that people can relate, you know. So I always say to the guys, 
it's our stories that give other people, other men, permission to come out and talk about their pain so that they can begin healing. Begin healing. You know, so it's 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 a long process. It's you know, if we look at female survivors of of rape or sexual abuse, I mean, they they've been pushing at this since the 1970s. You know, and we're only starting now, so it's it's quite new in 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 that sense. It's going to take a while. We touched on some of the common reasons men don't talk about this. Mm. Do we also think that men may not want help? I think. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Wow. I don't get stumped like this. <laughs> <laughs> well done, bro. Um, yeah, I think in a sense is, is they don't feel that they're entitled to get help. And I say that because, I mean, you walk into any rape crisis center around the country, around the world, in fact, and look at the posters, look at the adverts that these uh, rape crisis centers put out there, and it's always depicting the female as victim, the male as a perpetrator. We never see the little boy as a as a victim and a woman as a perpetrator, or uh, an adult man. You know, you just don't see that. So um, throughout the world, it's just a case of men aren't victims and. I think a lot of people, I know, speaking from my own experience, that I kind of walked around life going, well, I'm the only one this has happened to. Mm. Um, I don't know anybody else this has happened to. And when I try to get help, people would either just say, ah, you know, keep quiet. It wasn't, you know, you should have enjoyed it or you enjoyed it, you know, because you've got an erection or you know, whatever. You know, there's always these these arguments as to why men can't be victims. And I don't think it's a case of men don't want to get help. I think it's because they don't understand that they can get help, mm. that there is help available out there. Not a lot, granted, not a lot, but there is help available out there. Mm. Now, if the rape incident results in a pregnancy, how can this be dealt with, especially if the person who's done it wants to keep the child? And you, the victim, don't have a say. Yeah, that's a, that's a difficult one. You know, again, I mean, you can flip that on its head and say, well, you know, I have a girlfriend and she felt pregnant and she wants an abortion. I have no say as to I want to keep that child. You know, mm, so mm, we, mm. we can flip that around mm. and, and say, well, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't have a say in that. Because in terms of the law, if they can prove paternity, then then you're liable, you know, um, to to pay uh, uh, maintenance and, and support and all that sort of stuff. The question is, how do you prove rape? You know, so it's almost like you need to, if you were drugged or if you were um, drunk when it happened, you need to go for a blood test the next day. But you don't think of that because the good news, or you know, I say that in 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 colon v, you know, the bad news is going to hit you only sort of two, three months later mm. when suddenly you get this phone call out of the blue. Hey, you remember you raped me or whatever, and now I'm pregnant, so you've got to take care of this. And uh, I think in large part, you know, I, I have heard stories of men being targeted uh, for that very uh, reason. You know, men being targeted, successful men being targeted to extort money out of them because, hey, you got me pregnant, now you have to pay for this. And... Um, it, it does happen, unfortunately. You know? Difficult thing to prove. You know, we're still new to this. We're still learning. We, we're still trying to figure out how. How do we go about proving this? How do we go about 
actually saying, listen, you know, I didn't want to have this child. I didn't, I wasn't even in a relationship with this person. I didn't consent to have sex. I didn't consent, yeah, because... I think that's also a big thing. As well, yeah, society is like, men always want sex, you know. It's like, no, I didn't consent to this. I didn't want this relationship with this woman. Yet here we are in this situation. You know, so this is all very, very new to us. And in fact, I mean, I've got to compliment DJ Dimple for actually being brave enough to come out and, and talk about this. Because it is, I can imagine, it's so difficult. You know, we've had other guys, I mean, I think uh, Fresh and somebody else were accused of rape without any proof, no evidence. Just somebody decides, hey, bam, you know, there we go. Um, They get taken off air, they lose their their means of income, all sorts of things. There's no proof. The whole case eventually was dismissed because there wasn't enough evidence, you know. So, this is, it's, it's a very difficult, very difficult situation for men, especially. Last but not least, this is a, this one is very important, and it had to be the last question. Hmm. Are you going to stump me again? Dude? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your advice to a boy or men who is a victim of sexual assault and they haven't had time to... To acknowledge that they were sexually assaulted, number one, recognize mm. that they were sexually assaulted and that they are, in fact, a victim. Mm. What, what, what do you say to that boy or man? Well, that, that, that's, that's the easy part. You know what? Reach out. Talk mm. about it. Mm. Find somebody that will support you. Find uh, a group, you know, for instance, I mean, we, we have a group in Joburg and in Cape Town at the moment. We're hoping in the next year or two to spread throughout South Africa. Um, you know, but at the moment, we kind of, we'll do online support groups. We'll do online counseling as well. You know, these days with Zoom and, and, and uh, meets and Skype and all that sort of stuff. We can, we can reach out all over the country. Yes. So um, reach out, you know. <laughs> You know, I can't, I can't stress this enough. You know, I mean, I lived a horrid life from the age of 13 when I started drinking until the age of 45 when I started dealing with all that had happened to me. And I don't want other people to go through this. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not fun. Believe you me, you're going to live your life drunk, angry, pissed off at the world. It's, it's not fun. Believe you me, it's not. Um, you know, you, you just can't reach your full potential. You know, you, you, you can do so much better, but you just can't get there because you've got this thing that weighs you down all the time, you know. Mm. And then when you look at everything like suicide attempts, you know, like 72 or 73% of all suicides are men. Our jails are filled with men. You know, our addicts on the streets are men. Our homeless people, are majority of them are men. And I can tell you that all of this draws back to childhood trauma, draws back to either sexual abuse, abuse, neglect, you know, and fatherlessness, big thing, you know. Mm. And guys, there's help available. You know what? Men are finding the courage to reach out and talk about these things. You guys are strong. Believe you me, if you've been through this and you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, you are a strong human being because you've been dealing with this, coping with this for so long. Do that final step. Call us. Give us a call. We will never turn anybody away. Reach out. We will support you as much as we can. Let's have that conversation. It's Trinity Chats on Five Nights.